Hello, Hunters, and welcome back to another episode of the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. I'm Matt Acevedo. And I'm Christian Humes. And we are here to find out who is the Ultimate Fictional Character. We are in Division 4, our final division of the final of the first season. And this is episode... It's getting so close. I'm getting We're nervous. We're in the final, final 12 characters yep. that we yep. have not gone through yet. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk shop real quick, though. Before we get into this, remember, if you uh, didn't catch our last episode, we did have an iTunes problem, so... Uh, if you were subscribed to our iTunes, make sure to go back and resubscribe. We had we have to we had to up re-upload our feed, so go do that. And also, if you wouldn't mind um, help leaving a review there, that would yeah, be super please. helpful. Please, yeah. it'll take you like one minute. Yeah, uh, hit the button. But please, more importantly, write something. That would be incredible. Yeah, that would be it, incredible. It could be three words like mm. "I love this." Look around, man. Look around. How lucky we are to be alive right now. Right now in this moment because we have our first matchup, Matt. That's right. Division 4, round 2. Here we go. Our first matchup, we have Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games versus... Oh, yeah. The Kool-Aid Man. Followed by Captain N from Captain N, the Nintendo uh, cartoon series from the late 80s uh, versus Bumblebee from Transformers. I'm very excited about this first match. I think... The Kool-Aid Man, in many ways, might be the best mascot fictional character. I think Katniss has quite an uphill battle here, Matt. Yeah. Um, you know, I and uh, <laughs> I didn't really care for The Hunger Games as a franchise. I oh. was like, this is okay. Um, you read but the, books? the character, I read the first book. Okay. And then that's it. Um, yeah, the it, it starts out pretty strong. Second one's pretty good. The third <laughs> one is uh, same with the movies, not not so hot. Yeah, but let's go ahead and start into our first fight. Uh, Katniss, man, look, I will say, very big thing she did. You know, she took her sister's place. You know, she started a revolution. She started. She was another person who represents change and uh, breaking the systems that have been formed. And she's pretty rad. She's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, she's rebellious. Yeah, and, like, she's a mockingjay. She is a Mockingjay. Exactly, man. You know, we've had quite a few strong female characters. They have uh, been a bit of a theme this season, which is great. Good way to start the show, I think. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting about hers is she actually is now at a time in which that's um, fortunately not as sparing as it was when a lot of the other Sailor Moon, Samus Ren, True. Uh, characters such as those, she is... Uh, you know, standing on the shoulders of those who came before her. Um, although it is still a very strong standout uh, female character, but I don't know if that actually gives her as many points, at least from a cultural perspective, as the other ones would. Sure. So we're probably not going to. Who is uh, an indestructible super being? Yeah, yeah. That, who, who, who was I talking about the Kool Aid Man with? Or did the Kool Aid Man? I think I was doing an RPG and. And somehow, the, mm-hmm. somehow, I think we do chat interaction at Hyper. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think the Kool Aid Man came in at one point, and like we used him as like a, a barrier, like 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 he's like bulletproof. Well, I mean, <laughs> here's some things you may not know about the Kool Aid Man. Are you familiar with uh, the Adventures of Kool Aid Man, the Marvel what? comic series, what? where Kool Aid Man both travels intergalactic space and ta- through time, fighting the Thirsties. What? That's a thing? That's oh, a, that com- is a, a thing. Marvel comic? Yes, they partnered with Marvel Comics. So, uh, the Kool-Aid Man, actually, like, so he's made of, he's made of glass. It's like some impenetrable super glass because you see, you'll see him crouch. There's a, like, one of the comics, I actually, uh, you can go to uh, our 
uh, Twitter. I'll, I'll post like some pictures of this if you want to find them or you can just go ahead and Google them. But like here's just like the cover of it. He is jumping through space. So that means he's flying through space. He's crashing through a ship. No oh prop. God. Not even a scratch oh on his body. Fighting the thirsties in space. This is fascinating. And of course, in every single every single cover, he's busting through something and he's saying, Oh yeah, and every single one. Here he is in his TARDIS like time machine. And he's got he's in the Revolutionary War. Oh my god, it is a TARDIS. Is that really how he travels? It looks like a TARDIS. Oh, that is it says time machine on the top, Matt. Wow. The Kool-Aid man wow. would... Listen, I understand Katniss is, is very crafty. She won the Hunger Games, although she did not really kill people like she you're supposed to. Like It wasn't like a fight to the death. She was like, we're going to cheat and win together, which is actually like, great. You should do it. It's a good, good message. Wow. Christian, Christian, we learned something about Christian today. Kool-Aid really. man <laughs> would have rocked Katniss. If the Kool-Aid man showed up in the Hunger Games, yeah. they'd be the Thirsty Games for now on. Also, imagine how... Dude, imagine how terrifying this giant gallon or this giant, like, huge glass monster, like, trying to get you. You know, how terrifying that would be. He seems like, to have a limitless amount of fluid. Is almost like uh, like a never-ending gobstopper-like situation where he can just continue to refill. He also has that second pitcher he carries to pour because he doesn't pour from his own pool. Right, right, You know, right. he has, he's not, he's not like a, he's not a psychopath. <laughs> you know <laughs> like that'd be some real twisted stuff if he was dipping it in his own giant pitcher and pouring it out for people but he's not he's got his own one that he's delivering to people but he could use that as a weapon because also in all of these every time you see him nothing breaks on him nothing on his pitcher breaks it, it doesn't spit like he is a, an incredibly powerful character that is i think constantly uh people credit that he deserves he's he's very powerful and uh, outside of maybe like a motivational speech, you give me a scenario you'd rather have Katniss with because I'll tell you what, could always use a little Kool-Aid. You know, Katniss though, man, she she's come from nothing. You know, she is in the worst uh, is, uh, district, right? And she like she, that doesn't define who she is. You know, like like she she stands up for the little guys. That's fair. You know, he uh, Kool-Aid is a, a drink that generally is very cheap. It's a great way to get calories to people, low income. Uh, mm. You know, it's for everyone. Mm. And he always shows up when people are thirsty. I'd like to think that if they were in the same universe, Kool-Aid Man would have busted through those walls of those, you know, districts where people were thirsty and needed their cows. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, here's some Kool-Aid. Like, he absolutely would have come in there. No prob. He'd he, show up. He really just wants to have a good time, you know. If you... <laughs> You know, oh man, this party is not great. Well, now it is. Oh yeah, who wants to party? You know, he's a he's a, he's just a, he wants to have a good time. You know, I look. Katniss Everdeen lives in a dystopian society that she helps to overthrow. She is a revolutionary figure. Kool Aid Man is a intergalactic time traveling super being. He could just like he could have solved her problems single handedly. Yeah. And, and that yeah. might feel a little unfair, but um, he does it in a way that no other character, like there's so many super powerful characters and like that can be boring, but he's not like Superman. He's like, I'm just going to bust in and help you out. Here you go. He's like, <laughs> he's like if Randy Savage were like unbreakable and made of glass and fruit punch. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he's pretty tough, man. But outside of the toughness, you know, uh, like played the game. Mm-hmm. She was smart. Like she's someone who shows you that sometimes you have to play the game to break the game. She did a good job with that, and she found love. And I don't really know. I, I don't really care for the franchise, so I'm having a hard time. I think Candace Everdeen's a great character. I think the Kool Aid Man is. A, I think the Kool Aid Man might be the ultimate fictional. You character. really think so? You're so convinced that Kool Aid Man is pretty great. You know, uh, he's. You can't. Okay. Kool-Aid Man, this is from uh, Cavalcade Comics. This is one of the comics that they had put out at the time. Uh, this is Kool-Aid Man defeats the Third Reich. Oh, my God. Kool-Aid Man fought Nazis. Oh, crap. In a way, so does Katniss. <laughs> she fights like futuristic Nazis. She does. Nazis, she does, she does fight future Nazis. Making uh, people kill each other, you know, yes, for their entertainment. that's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. But Kool-Aid Man wouldn't have stood for that. Like, he'd show up. Uh, that's. I think that's my thing here is like... Look, Katniss Everdeen's really cool. I think what she stands for is great, and she delivers a great message, and it's a very personal story, and I think she's a strong female character, and as much as we always need more of those, I don't know if she is one of the better female characters. I think we've had a lot of women characters, actually, that we've discussed that might be better than her, uh, and I think of all of the mascots, and we've given a lot of mascots a fair shake here, but none of them have quite... I think had what it takes to move on and around. I think the Kool-Aid man so far is our best chance at that. And I think that he presents a more original character that has overcome more. And he is now like, he's left. He's such a great character that he actually left to the just, I'm an ad space and had original content made for him because someone was like, yo, this guy doesn't like break. Like he's ridiculous. Let's do crazy things with him. Yeah. And so they did. They sent him through time and space. He met dinosaurs. He, he fought aliens. He went inside computers and fought like computer like viruses. Like he is an incredible fictional You're character. You're blowing my mind. You are 100% blowing my mind right now. Um, Cause that's pretty ultimate. That he is pretty, that's pretty intense. That's pretty good. Do not underestimate the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Look, I never really cared for Katniss. I'm not trying to, like, you know, if people enjoy that character, that's awesome. I, like I said, I, I think there's better, uh, like, strong female characters out there. Um, So, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm kind of with you on this one. If you, if you put them in a different situation, too, like, Kool-Aid man would be the best for, like, a lot of them. Like a lot of them, you know, who do you want to like hang out with? You want you throw a party? You're gonna Kool Aid's man's coming over. Who do you want to like? You know, absolutely. Uh, he's also very timely. Like, who would you want to deliver your papers right. or whatever? He would. And he I mean, let's get... just. Let, I don't even know if we have to even get into the scenarios because, like, a great thing that sometimes we can do is compare them in their own worlds, and it's like, what does katniss want like what's her great achievement is like helping uh with inequality and keeping like helping overthrow uh, an authoritarian like dictatorship regime like he is more powerful than her he could have done it single-handedly and he would have made sure none of those people were thirsty and they could have got all their sugary calories from him if they needed like yeah, so he, he could have done deliver. what katniss everdeen did but like yes. way faster and better and she couldn't do all the things he does yeah she doesn't have a time machine wow are we calling it I'm ready to call it. Uh, looks like the odds were not in your favor. <laughs> of course, that's what. Sorry, we said. Katniss, you are going. Uh, you <laughs> have lost this year's Hunger Games. How did I not see that coming? <laughs> Kool Aid Man's going forward. Uh, wow. Uh, hey, you can just go Christian. Ahead and put I, I gotta say, I did not going into that. I did not think it would go that way. But you gave a way better compelling <laughs> argument than I could have ever have. Uh, 
That was really well done, my friend. Good job. Hey, cool. Cooler Man has got like it, I mean, you know, we'll we'll talk about him later. Yeah, we, uh, there will be more to be said. That is that, that I am impressed. I was oh, I am impressed. Thank you. That thank was you. well done. I uh, didn't know I cared so much about the Kool Aid Man. To be I, honest I with know you. we should go. <laughs> I should I like we should make you some right now. Dang. <laughs> oh whoa! <laughs> if Kool Aid Man wins this this round, we will have it during the division finals. <laughs> it will be there. Well, uh, next up, guys, we have the the Kevin from Captain N. The hero to save Video Land versus Bumblebee from Heck Transformers. Yeah. Uh, well, both these characters are great. Both of them are from the eighties. Um, oh, they are. They're both very iconic eighties characters. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's fascinating about Captain N is that Captain N actually started off as an as a marketing ploy. Yeah, like, let's. I mean, kind of like Cooler Man. Let's let's tell people. Yeah. So, let's. Captain N is a character created by Nintendo. Originally started in Nintendo Power magazines. Um, that they turned into an actual series. Uh, right. It was uh where Captain N gets transported in, or Kevin gets transported into Video Land, mm-hmm. where he uh joins forces with uh, Princess Lana and her crew, Simon Belmont, mm-hmm. who's uh Mega Man and Kid Icarus, to stop. The evil that is uh, Mother Brain from Metroid from ruling Video Land. Uh, and he is chosen to, he is destined in a foretold prophecy to come in, help uh, save the, he would be the one to save Video Land from the clutches of evil uh, with his zapper and zapper. Yeah, I gotta tell you, a lot of those cartoons from this time are really like looked over as being terrible. I, I mean, I mean, we also watched some clips of it before this, just as a yeah. refresher. As weird and awful as they are, I sort of love how charming they are. Same thing goes with the Legend of Zelda cartoon. I actually right. like, they have a crossover. Yeah, yes, they do. Yeah, because uh, in this world, it's there's something that's really cool, and I feel like it was just like it was kind of ahead of its time. Um, granted, the writing's not great, and like the voice acting's pretty bad. Um, it's 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 got a lot. Of, it's got the '80s charm. That's what makes yes. it good, you know. And Captain N is what we all wanted. I wanted to be that kid who got transported into a video game world who got to be the hero who got to, he is literally like the main character in all video games. Yeah. Like, and it's a bit of like a MCU, like expanded universe kind of situation going on. All here your between, characters are there. Granted, yeah. that is not how they sounded in my head. They were pretty well, terribly like Mega Man looks like a freaking gnome, you know, and sounds yeah. like one. And Kid Icarus is like a baby. This would air on the Super Mario Brothers super show. Yeah. Um, Zapper gun is amazing. He can dematerialize people, or he could also shoot out like frozen, like ice uh, shaped like Tetris pieces. Yeah, that's very cool. Pretty sweet. Very cool. Is that something that's really cool? Is that he he got to interact with all the games that I loved. You know, this is a show that is ripe for a reboot or a concept like that. Is in fact, it's in many ways almost like the proto Ready Player One. Right. Right. Like Ready Player One is very much Captain like a, a reimagining of the Captain N idea. Yeah. Where he's going through and doing this with all the characters. Yeah. And Kevin, I, would you say, like, he's a kid, you know? Yeah, he's a swimmer. He's, he's on varsity. Swimmer. Yeah, he is a swimmer. Um, Which I didn't know. I don't know many people that are on swim team in varsity and have enough time to... Uh, to game. To game. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It seems a little unrealistic to me. What do you think the actor's doing? What do you think the guy who's played Captain N, because in the opening he's like an actual kid? Hmm. You know, what do you think that guy's Do you think to? that kid's the actual voice, or was it... I don't think it was him. I don't think I don't it was. Think, there's no way. I mean... Along with that 80s Saturday morning cartoon lineup, we have Bumblebee, the freaking Autobot, who fights for peace, fights for for justice. Uh, dude, Bumblebee is a great, great character. 
You know, he's like the first hand to Optimus Prime. Helps out wherever he can. He stands for so much good. He is like, he's got a sense of the humor. The Alexander he's Hamilton got, to Optimus Prime is Washington. The, that is such a great way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. He is the Alexander Hamilton of Autobots. Bumblebee traditionally was a bug, a VW, mm-hmm. but he's more recently been the, uh, like a Camaro. The Camaro? Yeah. Um, which was pretty cool, but I do kind of like the charm of the VW, which they did in the recent reboot, which... Uh, it's really good. Yeah, much better than yeah the prequel. Real, real or good. whatever, even though this is the prequel, whatever we want to call them. Um, a real staple in the cartoons... Well, Bumblebee was in Beast Wars. What, I don't Bumblebee think he was. wasn't. A, I don't know. It was... Uh, it was but was Bumblebee just not in Beast Wars? I don't think anyone was, because... Well, mean, Optimus it was, was. But he was Optimus... Ape or some right? He wasn't was, Optimus. Was he still Optimus Prime? Yeah. It, oh, he was Optimus Primal. But is that the same cast? <laughs> yeah, it is. Because yeah, the they were the Autobots, and then they turned into the Beast Bots because it was like pre-human time. So when they scanned the planet, they saw like the dinosaur bones. I don't remember stuff. Bumblebee was there. Yeah, no, because Starscream is there, Megatron is there. Yeah, I mean Bumblebee might not be. I forgot about Beast Wars. Was great. Beast Wars is so good. It was cool. I, I like Rat Rat Trap. Yeah, Rat Trap. Yeah, Rat Trap was great. Um, um, but I don't think be, I, it's I can't just funny that Bumblebee, Bumblebee isn't a B in Beast Wars. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we're going with that. Yeah, it's just an interesting thing. I was like, because there is that B character who's not Bumblebee. Yeah, but basically they're they they, they kind of remind me of uh of like Sonic's guys. They're they're freedom fighters basically. You know, they fight for for freedom and justice and stuff, and they try to stop the freaking Decepticons from doing really mean stuff. Bumblebee is Cheetor. Oh, it was! I, I never had the I toy. I was like, he must be there. I had that toy from McDonald's. I he forgot about that. Dang, that yeah. just threw me back. He's the number two. Yeah, he's the look. Bumblebee is very much the tails to Sonic, the Samwise, or maybe even better because he really can stand on his own and be a fighter, and he can step into the number one slot when he needs to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Transformers are an interesting series because. They're not robots in disguise. They're just a fictional alien species that, like, I guess they're based on, like, silicate compounds, whereas, like, we're organics because we're carbon-based and they're yeah. silicate-based. But yeah. that's, like, conceptually, if you want to make sense of the world. But they're aliens. Yeah. They look like computers to us, but they're living beings. Right, right. They're aliens. Yeah, for sure. Bumblebee is the one that is special because... Since he's not the leader, he doesn't have to, like, have this larger-than-life, like, aspect to him. So he's able to empathize and, like, meet with the human character, whoever, like, you know, a wiki, you know, whatever the current hero is. And they're able to sort of have, like, a closer relationship. Yeah. You know, so he's, he's sort of the avenue between the audience like the human that you're able to get along with and then the like higher tier like oh these are the celebrity larger than life characters he is that that path through because sure. he's the autobot that also you can kind of like see yourself in because he's a hero but he's not like above right. everyone else there's think, no grandstanding i think b is so great man and compared to captain n i think captain n's a cool concept but like i don't know back then how many we had so many kid gets transported to magical world scenario then he, he just i don't know this Kev, is the best one though is, is it the is you think this is the best one conceptually conceptually maybe on, on, not on yeah look if they remade it and maybe made it like if the guys who made like young justice did this that would be sick but that show was not very good um the voice acting is terrible it's a cool concept i want a new captain i want a captain in video game 
where like yeah. you go and like all the different games like give all the different Nintendo worlds and stuff like something like that would be really good. But it is an interesting concept, uh, interesting point that you are making here because you're right. He isn't that isn't a super original concept like yeah going into the video game world. And that no, has I feel happened. like nothing really stood out about Kevin that made him like a very special no, guy. He's just an everyman, which might be like the point. Yeah, you know, I get it. Like, oh, he's, he's like one of us, right? I like him a lot. I think he's a very cool character. I think he's a very interesting character. But there's a reason Captain N isn't around. Like, the show's not going still. Yeah. And Transformers is very much still going. Yeah. Both animated and not. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. I can't say Captain N is better than Bumblebee. I don't think so. I think, like I said, I think the concept of Captain N is really cool. Um, But, man... That character is so love flat. the zapper, that though. Char- he, I mean, he's got the gear, but does the look? If you're nothing without the suit, then you then uh, then uh, you suck, <laughs> Tony Stark. Yeah, you know what? Captain would be great cosplay. That's true. It's like so easy to just get a Letterman jacket. Yeah, he well, and a, and a zapper. You need a zapper gun. I feel like he should have been a nerd. He also should have been a nerd because, like, again, here's this handsome like jock dude. Yeah, but you got to make video games cool still because back then video games weren't cool. So I think oh, part of true. the idea is like... It was, I mean, he was literally made for marketing. Right. You know? You know? Yeah. So that's probably part of the reason why there. Yeah. Because like nerdy kids are tired of being called nerds all the time. So it's also kind of nice. Like you're like, oh, look, like here's a cool guy like doing cool oh, things. That's like I play it. these games too. Like we don't have to like stay with the like, oh, I'm in my basement playing my Nintendo. Yeah. You know, like that would suck if that, that would, was the that hero character. Really <laughs> like I wouldn't want that. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, I don't know. I just think like he's just it's just so flat as a character. Like the gadgets, everything that's Nintendo makes him cool. His ex- you take that away, and he's like kind of lame. His experience is what's special, not his character. Exactly. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I gotta give it to Bumblebee. We dude. gotta give it to Bumblebee. Sorry, Captain. Then game over. We arrive at a very interesting point here because. So frequently, our sidekicks don't make it very far, although we've had some make it to the division finals, mm-hmm. uh, and mascots never really make it very far either, and we have arguably one of the strongest sidekicks and strongest mascots ever created. Yes. Um, do you think, now I know we've never seen him transform, but I feel like there's almost like a, a similar like, is, <laughs> is, is he secretly like, you know, so in Beast Wars, they go to the earth, right? right. and there's no... Uh, cars or anything yet so the reason because the whole reason they were cars is like to blend in like they scan the surroundings they're like well turn into these things uh and in beast wars it is prehistory human history so there's like wild animals and dinosaurs but they get stuck there's something that was broken so they couldn't change back to their old forms that's why they were stuck as beasts it's pretty cool could the kool-aid man an autobot or a decepticon that came to earth landed in like a kool-aid factory and he can't change back that would justify his uh <laughs> everything <laughs> uh that's a really fun theory you know he's very strong he's got he goes through space we've seen transformers go through space and time he's I, done both i i think kool-aid man's an alien dude he's not human yeah i think he <laughs> kool-aid man got like uh you know landed here like a meteor and like out of the ground, it was like, oh, oh yeah, you know, and like he's just here to give all of his his Kool Aid juices to everybody from space. Yeah, here's a thing about Kool Aid Man. 
Um, maybe he's an alien. Maybe he's not. We don't know. He could be a creation of science. I don't think science could create that, dude. I mean, he's science like created made, the Hulk. He, he, like creating, he's but very like, much like the Hulk. But to have that sort of like glass, like you yeah, know, that's gotta be some sort of like space crystal. I don't know. We've got like uh, adamantium. That's true, but like, look at. I feel like it's too perfect. Yeah, he's, that's he's, fair. He's he's like he's too perfectly. Maybe maybe the vessel is what hosts the. Uh, like it has like the spirit, like the vessel came from space, like the, oh, the pitcher. Oh, so Kool Aid. And then the Kool Aid fell in, and there was like radiation, and then Kool Aid Man Dude, was I born. Think, uh, Marvel Comics, we got your new, your new yeah. number one. Hey, right look, here. they've published Kool Aid Man comics before. They could do it again. Yeah. <laughs> look. Um, they, by the way, it was an Archie. It was like published by like Marvel and Archie. It was like one of those like That's sick. Archie's got some some crazy things. Thank Archie's you, are thank great. you for Buffy. Yeah, Archie's uh, are great. <laughs> Uh, thank you for Sabrina. Yeah. If not Bobby, yeah. thank you for Sabrina. Um, okay, Kool-Aid Man. Better than Bumblebee. Yes or no? I don't I don't know, man. I think Bumblebee is so cool. He's like he is the sidekick who stands out more than the main character, I oh, would yeah? say. I think he's like he is our guy. He's like your friend. He's your bud. He wants to meet and relate with humans. Like, you know, he fights for us. He fights for right. He is so But so cool. does the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> He's just always so afraid of, like, what people might do. But, like, has he has he ever rolled up and been like, hey, guys, I'm from space. I'm here to help. Like, that's what Kool-Aid man does. He busts in. He's like, look, this is wild, but I am good. Like, let's do this. Bumblebee hasn't done that. He's always like, I have to be safe. If people find out about me, it'll be bad. Like maybe if he, oh, if he came tried, up front, dang. Like I look, Christian. What you said there is <laughs> this is a surprisingly really good point, and it's probably why the cool man, and the cool man's always smiling. He's always happy. But what's behind that smile? What is this giant vat of red Kool Aid actually thinking? What's his end game? <laughs> yeah, is it is that fruit punch or <laughs> it's the blood of his enemies? <laughs> yeah, the blood like, of the Nazis he killed. Yeah. Um, I think Kool Aid Man would be Bumblebee in a fight. Yeah, Bumblebee does get his hand his butt kicked a lot too. Now that being said, Bumblebee would put up a very good fight. Kool Aid Man is only about six feet tall, but he's unbreakable. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, so at best, I think best case scenario, Bumblebee can restrain the Kool-Aid man. Sure. Like, because if he could lift him, then he could probably keep the Kool-Aid man from, like, busting through his body. What? Hear me out. But he still wouldn't be made of the Kool-Aid man. Oh, He'd still just point. be made of metal. Point. Yeah. And, yeah. like, we've seen Bumblebee just bust through metal walls. like Right, right. Like, it's nothing. Yeah. Like, he's on a high school football team running through a banner. Like, it doesn't even phase the man. Yeah. So I have like no doubt in my mind that unless Bumblebee is very quick and defensive and is able to restrain Kool-Aid Man, Kool-Aid Man could like one hit KO Bumblebee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man. He, could just, he could just splash him with the Kool-Aid and his wires were all fritz out. <laughs> wow. Man. Man, this is a weird day. Look, I'll say I'll say a couple of things. I'll say a couple of things in Bumblebee's. Feel, I'm gonna say a couple of things well, in Bumblebee's. I, I I've I've been a little too pro Kool Aid Man. So. I'm surprised. This is this. There's some characters that get us like excited. I'm surprised how excited you are for Kool Aid. When we pulled them, I got so excited. Um, I would say that Kool Aid Man is so on the cultural part. I'll give them each one point. I think Kool Aid okay. Man is more iconic. I think so too because uh, I mean, it's a brand and like he's everywhere. Yes, you know. But I would say 
Bumblebee has a larger cultural relevancy just because right. he, uh, he means more to people than, than the Kool-Aid Man will. Right. Even though the Kool-Aid Man is more recognizable. Sure. So Bumblebee is definitely more uh, culturally impactful and special of a character to most people than the Kool-Aid Man might be. But I do think that's part of the that's one of the major advantages of the Kool-Aid Man is how underestimated like he is constantly. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's like how many times like we've seen like there's a commercial, right? They're in court and like Kool-Aid Man busts in and then suddenly everyone's it's like, right. you know what? Let's just let's have a party. Forget the case. Let's mediate. Let's yeah. all just figure things out. I'm sure they feel bad about it. Like they're sorry. You say you're sorry. They're sorry. Let's all just I mean, I'm sure it wasn't a big crime. Kool-Aid Man, because back in the 50s when they started making Kool-Aid commercials, he was literally just a jug, and he would wink. It was, there was Pitcher Man, which was Pitcher, eventually became Kool-Aid Man. It was like oh, the proto. Yeah. Oh, my. It was the proto, and that was before you know he was- You know too much about this. I am fascinated. <laughs> it's before he became Kool-Aid Man. Uh, that was the sort of prototype that they were using. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, I can't. I, 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 you have swayed me. I'm I, leaning towards a side. Right I don't now. like. I. We always feel bad when this happens, but it, this is like one of those weird situations where I think Bumblebee is one of the most incredible cartoon characters that we've had. But we actually have had quite a few great cartoon characters. Yeah, and I'm just thinking about it from like if also if. I want like a really competitive division one battle. Whoever wins this has to go against Bugs Bunny. And quite frankly, I don't think Bumblebee has a chance simply because they're too similar. It's like Cooley man brings something so unique to the table as for his originality. And he is, he has moved beyond the strata of mascot in a way that maybe no other possibly there might be one or two that I'm not thinking of like mascots have been able to do. And he is pretty iconic. You can go around and people would know exactly what you're talking about, you know, and, and he's, he's so different and he fights. He's a time traveler, Nazi fighting giant, space. Jug of, you know, uh, drinks space. He goes into space and it's just, I, he's so much different. Whereas there are a lot of bumblebees. Like yeah, there are like a lot Bumblebee, of sidekicks. Bumblebee is, he's, he, there's like a archetype for sidekicks and Bumblebee is like, you know, another version of that archetype. Right. Um, but He's one similar. of the best. Right. It's one of the best, absolute best executions of a science fiction, you know, right hand man. Like this is the a great character to get people in with for for kids to empathize with and also to uh, have someone that can like allow you to like have the big characters, the larger than life characters that it's like, well, Bumblebee is so special. If this guy's better than Bumblebee, then they're amazing. So he makes everything look better yeah but there are bumblebees he's not like the only christian this bumblebee. is you i am i gotta say i'm impressed i am very impressed and you have convinced me i think i have an answer i'm gonna uh, oh yeah uh, yeah oh oh yeah <laughs> uh i'm gonna call i'm calling it i think we, i think we're both on the same page here um you know what sorry uh you know bumblebee forgot that when when you when bumblebees sting they eventually die <laughs> I didn't know that's what you were gonna do. <laughs> so goodbye, Bumblebee. Back to Unicron with you. Kool-Aid think- Man is the winner. Oh yeah! I had to think about that one. I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> oh, you mean actual bumblebees? <laughs> wow! Oh, goodness, you, you, you. That was a very compelling argument. That was well done. That was a well fought case. I, I applaud you again. That was. 
I did not think this was going to go this way at all. This I, is- I love Bumblebee. Yeah. And the only reason I really like pushed for him is because I we could both fight for for Bumblebee, and I know about him. So it's like, since I'm the only one that knows about Kool Aid Man, I kind of had to do that. That was uh, pretty good, though. That was very good. Well, guys, that is our Division Two of excuse me, Division One Episode Two Champion. Uh, Kool Aid Man will be going up against Bugs Bunny in the finals. Oh, we got two more episodes left until we go into our finals, uh, and then we go into the season one championship round which is pretty insane. Let's go ahead and pull our winners and see who are, who is up for our next match. Let's go. First up, we got. Uh, okay, so first up, Matt. Let me see here. All right. First match is Beast from Beauty and the Beast versus. Wow. All right. Beast is going to be going up against Chuck E. Cheese himself. <laughs> Beast versus Chuck E. Cheese, everybody. <laughs> Another, that's no, actually another no, good mascot. Another good mascot. Uh, so, this has been the magic number for three rounds in a row. It has Match been. three, we have GLaDOS. Ooh. From Portal. From Portal. Ooh. We'll see. Wow. Will she break the Ooh, wheel? Ooh, I don't know, dude. Because oh. GLaDOS is going up against Professor X. Oh. Ooh. Dang, there you have it. Only one way to find out who will win that fight yeah, tune in next time to the Ultimate Fictional Character podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you liked, if you want to share some more Kool Aid knowledge, or maybe you uh, you disagree with us, or, or you know, or you just want to say something like hi, you can tweet at us at UFC Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can also uh, email us uh, any questions or anything you have uh, at uh, you, what is it at? Uh, email at UFC Pod. Oh yeah, UFC Pod at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, man, what a weird day. What a weird day. <laughs> what a weird day. I'm excited for that next episode. Professor X is very cool. Yeah. So is Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, he's pretty cool. If you think Kool-Aid Man had some fiction, wait till you hear about Chuck E. Cheese. Dude, I, <laughs> dude no. There, it, like, it's, it, oh, I'm not joking. Yeah, there is some Chuck <laughs> okay. E. Cheese juice. Um, thank you all so much. Once again, you can find me on all platforms at the Matt Acevedo and Christian. I'm at Christian underscore Humes. Yeah. Well, until next time, everyone, thank you for joining us as we continue to search for the ultimate fictional character. We'll see you next time, hunters. Stay on the hunt.